Vengan todos a la venta para amigos y familiares de JCPenney hasta el domingo. Usa el cupón de 30% extra en la tienda y llena tu carrito con estilo y ahorros. Y obtén hasta 60% de descuento en joyería fina y de moda. Además, ahorra hasta 40% en ropa elegante para toda la familia. Compren juntos y luzcan de lo mejor este otoño. JCPenney, vale la pena. Selección de estilos, aplican exclusiones, cupón y oferta de ropa válidos hasta el 8 de octubre. Oferta de joyería válida hasta el 22 de octubre. Detalles en la tienda jcp.com. Today on Divorce Court. I'm here today because my husband is an alcoholic and is driving our family apart. She nags me to the point, I want to drink. His DUI's been hard on me, been hard on the kids. I've had numerous DUIs. High speed chases, done a lot of time in jails. Being away from my children, some cheating involved. I was mad at Jeff, so I revenge cheated. She got back at me by bringing somebody I didn't care too much about and uh, sleeping with them. Jeff, I want you to get the drinking under control. I want the judge to explain to her two wrongs don't make a right, especially when you're trying to work a marriage out. Divorce court is now in session. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here today with Jeff Miller and Helena Miller. The two of you have been married for 10 years and have three children together. You do not want to be married anymore. Mrs. Miller, you are, are done and through because of an ongoing issue and problem. And I'm going to start with Mr. Miller and have him tell me why you're here in divorce court today. Well, uh, me and the wife have been going through a lot of issues since we've been married. Uh, from day one, when we met, we met at a, met at a bar. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm kind of an alcoholic. Uh, it's Kinda? Yeah. It's, it's uh, been ongoing for, for years and years before I met her. Uh, you sober right now? Yeah. You had to think about it. Well, You've had a sip, though. Well. A little hungover, but yeah. A little uh, hungover, yeah. okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. Is it owned in you, Mr. Miller? Probably so, yeah. Okay. Mrs. Miller, does the alcohol own him? Yes, it does. Tell me what's going on. Uh, well, we're here because his drinking is driving our marriage and family apart. I mean, he had multiple DUIs. How many is multiple? Like eight or something like that. Eight DUIs. Yep. Couple high-speed chases. Do you recall any of that stuff, like the high-speed chase? You remember that? You're not a blackout drunk? You, you remember what's going on? For the most part, yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Yeah. I would ask you what you're thinking, but that's a stupid question because you were drunk and not thinking. Uh, <laughs> um, Mrs. Miller, tell me what other things has, has occurred as a function of his drinking. The, just uh, lying and... In and out of gels and rehabs multiple times. How many rehabs? I'm, I lost count. <laughs> Do you know how many times you've been in rehab, Mr. Miller? Uh, throughout my life, uh, probably, I don't know, 10, 11 10 times? times? Yeah. How, how long is the longest you ever stayed in one rehab? Uh, close to a year. One year. Yeah. And how long did you stay sober after you got out? Not long. Not long? No. Like within the month or? With not even a month, no. Did you know he was a drinker when you married him? Yes, I did. Okay. I didn't realize how bad. Mm -hmm. So tell me, tell me some stories about, because I want Mr. Miller to hear from you the ongoing nature of the disaster he has created in your life. Well, it's just hard for me to trust him and everything. He broken the trust and everything, and just the drinking, how he missed birthdays and holidays with our kids, 
got family members that he gets into arguments with. And Do you have any concerns about him drinking around the children or how his drinking is affecting the children? My only concern about his drinking around the kids is their attitudes because they don't really show him respect and they disrespect him, but I think it's because they're hurt by him not being there in his in their lives. So they're not he's not there because he's in jail. Yeah, for jail DUIs. Rehabs, yeah. Yeah. How long have you spent the longest time you spent in jail for DUI? A little over three years. I just got three out years. five months ago, yeah. You just got out five months ago yeah. and you're drinking again. No, no. How old were you when you started drinking? Thirteen, fourteen. Thirteen or fourteen? What were the circumstances? Was it that it was it the thing to do with your crowd? Was it you were uh, sneaking booze from, from the cabinet? No, I really didn't uh, have a, a crowd. I, um, I lived with my grandmother, and mm -hmm. uh, she, you know, she took medications and stuff like that, and I was kind of like on my own, so I did what I wanted to, you know. Just free to, free to be? Yeah. Do you feel like there's something that happened to you or some way that you feel or something that's going on in your head that you think calls the alcohol honestly I've been I've asked that question several times in all the rehabs that I've been through I've you know I've been through the uh, substance abuse treatment part of it I've been through the the other part of it like uh, therapeutic community type stuff you yeah know what I mean? and uh, what we find out <laughs> well I could say I could say just the, the like the parents divorced when I was eight years old but uh -huh. I'm like 40 years old now so I mean that really I don't think would be a factor or an excuse or whatever you want to call it, you know. Uh, Listen, whatever trauma you had, no matter the nature, there's no designated age by which you get over it. The right. pain was there, you work with it. <laughs> so it doesn't mean, you know, what happens to you when you're little matters? You know what I mean? Do you think uh, it was that? Kind of the separation, yeah. Could be, I guess, I don't know. You ended up with your grandma, though. Yeah. Right. Give me the most painful or hurtful story associated with his drinking that he needs to hear so he can understand the nature of your distress. Uh, the most painful is probably him thinking that just putting everything on my shoulders and the disrespect and how When you say disrespect, give me a story that shows me how he's disrespectful when he drinks. Calling me names in front of the kids and just putting me down, calling me fat, ugly. What's the most difficult thing for you? Is it the children? It's not that I'm absolutely try necessarily trying to do anything. My, my children harm them in any way by, you know what I mean? Mentally, oh, I know you're not trying. Buddy. As far as that goes, uh, I just don't get intoxicated and just start talking nonsense to her. I mean, it usually resolves from a, us arguing, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah, about uh, you calling girls in front of me, calling your ex. That was, uh, I didn't even really call her. I was acting like I did, but that's a, another issue, but. <laughs> but when you were drunk yeah. during all these episodes? Yeah, I never called a girl in front of her. Mm -hmm. I acted like I did, but I didn't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She's talking about the last week. Yeah. She's mad about it still. <laughs> we may have to address it. But what I really want to address is, what you think is happening with your children as a fun not intentionally, but as a function of the fact that they live with a man right. who lives in a bottle.
I get to drinking sometimes and I think I'm just gonna drink a few and then call it a day, but then it, of course, escalates till I'm up till like two or three o'clock at night. I don't come home till five in the morning. You know, the saying is, you know, one is too many and is 20 is never enough. Right. You do understand that you can't have one. do you think is the most negative thing that has occurred with respect to your children as a function of your drinking? I guess the, the fighting with my wife, mm -hmm. you know, the yelling back and forth in front of them and... What about that three years you spent in jail? <clears throat> yeah, I'm sure it affected them. Have you talked to them? Well, yeah, I have since I've been home. Yeah, I let them what know I'm never going away. Yeah, what did know? they say to you? Uh, my oldest asked me if I was ever going away again. Mm -hmm. and I told her no. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm home for good, or, I mean, if something happens that me and her split or whatever, then I guess, uh, you know, I'm still going to be living in where I'm living. I'm not going to leave town and be out of their lives, you know what I mean? I'm going to be there for them. You can't hold a job as a function of this? No. Tell uh, me how the employee, do you, are you trying? Is it your record? Is it that oh, you I'm can't trying. get there because you're hung over? What's yeah. up? A lot of the jobs, yeah, it's because I was either intoxicated or hung over. I couldn't show up. I mean, I, I get to drinking sometimes and I think I'm just going to drink a few and then call it a day, but then it, of course, escalates till I'm up till like two or three o'clock at night till I pass out or the bars close down and... I don't come home till five in the morning. You understand that, you know, you know the saying is, you know, one is too many and is 20 is never enough. Right. You do understand that you can't have one. Right. You, you do under, I mean, do you I fight that first one or do you come say, I'm just going to have a couple? Pretty much, no, it's not going to be just a couple. Sometimes it's, you know, I'll get a six pack and, but I can't. I can't so you're stop. not fighting at all? Um, I guess not, I don't know. I understand he cheated on you once while he was drunk. Yeah, Tell that. Tell me what happened there. Uh, it was a few years back, I guess he was at a bar or something, I guess he met a girl at a bar or something. Me and the kids, we didn't want to deal with him because he'd been drinking for a couple of days, so we stayed over at my family member's house, and uh, he cheated with some girl at the bar, and that led to not trusting, and I was really angry. Mr. And Miller, did that happen? At that point, I was actually waiting to go to prison on a DUI, and she took off with the kids to her mother's house over an argument. And uh, it was just kind of one of them things. I was kind of... Well, I'm about to go. I want to have some sex before I leave. Well, no, it wasn't, it wasn't even like that. No, I was actually, I wasn't even there to have sex. I, I mean, that sounds, I mean, I mean know, I wasn't, not right, but practical. No, I mean, practical, but I wasn't, I wasn't there looking for, any, for anything like that. I was just there, you know, drinking, socializing, and, you know... That happened. It happened. And then you revenge cheated. Yes, I did. Uh... Probably a couple years ago, I was still upset and angry and sort of want to play the get-even game, want to make Jeffrey hurt like he hurt me. You're just tired, though, aren't you? I mean, yeah, you're just, just exhausted. Tired of you have all the money problems, at, all the dealing kids. Dealing with everything, myself and everything, and why he run around thinking life is uh, one big party, pretty much. As far as me cheating in this and that, I mean, I have an issue with... with, with with her being on Facebook with somebody I know that she don't even know. And, and uh, 
actually a couple weeks ago I deleted one of the girls she wanted me to delete on my Facebook, which there's nothing going on with her anyways. Okay. Never has been. Nothing even flirtatious what or nothing. Well, well, let, well, let, well, I'm going to take yeah. a moment, get off the drinking, and let's explore that for a moment yeah. so we can see what other contributing factors may, may apply. I found out that why Jeff was in rehab this last time, he's the one that was acting like some high school student, passing notes around with some other chick that was in rehab with. He, he, he Were you philandering in rehab? What would you do if your partner always chose alcohol over you? Tell us what you think at Facebook.com slash Divorce Court. Divorce Court will be right back. So, Mr. Miller, you say she has an active Facebook life that you find distressing. Why don't you elaborate? It's some, uh, some guy back home, and uh, he was my friend on Facebook before I went away this last time. Uh, while I was incarcerated, she, she told me, sent her a friend request, and I didn't think nothing of it. You know, I was like, yeah, go ahead, cool, accept it. Uh, my daughter's always telling me whenever I'd call from, from prison that mommy was, has been messaging so-and-so, and I'm like, well, who? At first, it wasn't a big deal, you know what I mean? She said the, dude, the guy's name. But the more I kept hearing about it, you know what I mean? I'm like, you know, I didn't really even say nothing about it till I got out, and then I actually seen what was kind of going on, the, flir yeah, the flirting got, online. Well, online. You know. Ms. Miller, were you flirting online with somebody? Um, I did not start it flirting with him until I found out that why Jeff was in rehab this last time, he's the one that was acting like some high school student, passing notes around with some other chick that was in rehab with. He, he, he Were even you philandering in rehab? He even had her phone number. He even called whenever he went back to, he got out of rehab, went back to jail. He had her phone number and was calling her from jail. Mr. At the same time calling me. Is that right? When I got violated and they re-paroled me to a rehab, inpatient rehab, outside rehab, uh, it was co-ed. You know, that was still kind of on my mind, and it, it was just kind of, you know, I don't know, still kind of angry about finding out what I found out, and mm -hmm. I wasn't and really sure what I, was going to happen. That's the guy I cheated with. You started the war. And that's what I'm saying, started the war. I mean, yeah. it shouldn't be like that tit for tat, you know what yeah. I mean? But, but, but it's not tit for tat. Yeah, it is like... You started it. No, I no, mean, no, no. It's not no. tit for tat. You give her no economic support, no emotional support, mm -hmm. no parental support, no, no any, of any kind. She is constantly spending her time and money dealing with yeah. you and all your negativity. You don't give her anything, right. nothing emotional, nothing at all. So she talked to somebody on Facebook. And you know what I mean? You, you have reasons for everything. But you can't get indignant about nothing because you're showing up. Not, not just nothing. You're like a black hole. You suck in all the light. You know what I mean? It's not like you, you're just like this ongoing negative thing in her life. You know, I mean, I, I'm surprised she hasn't done more. You, you with me? Not, not that it would not be really, right. Not really. I mean, I mean, the dude's sleeping with her. He ain't, he ain't paying no bills. He ain't, he ain't Neither are you. Yeah, I mean, but, but how, I mean, how could, I mean, I be in, so in the wrong whenever, you know what I'm saying? If... I mean, if that's a game, if it's a game, then I guess it's a game. It's not you know a game. I mean? She's exhausted. She's so. tired of having to deal with you. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Do, do, do you get me, though? I get you. It's worse than having another kid. She's supporting and dealing with all of the negative ramifications of a life with an addict. Right. That make it right. 
Doesn't make it the way to handle it, but you need to understand the nature of the pressure she's under. Right. You with me? Right. Which behavior would definitely cause you to leave your spouse? Share your opinion on Twitter and Instagram at Divorce Court. Divorce Court will be right back. Your wife says that one time when you were drunk, you told the kids to get away from you and that they weren't even yours. Is that, is that accurate? Uh, it wasn't, it didn't go down like that. Me and her was arguing. Uh-huh. And uh, I was trying to make a point. And with the kids, they surround us and, like, take up for her, you know what I mean, and start screaming at me, telling me, Daddy, get out, get out. And I'm like, I'm, you know what I mean, I might have said something like, you know, I don't know where that even came up. I mean, like, I don't... But do you understand why they do that? Yes, I mean, just... I haven't been around, yeah, they're, they're, they're taking up for their mama, but when they don't really, you know I mean, I'm not really, we're just arguing, you know what You're I mean? You're the big bad boogeyman. Yeah. You're the guy who comes home drunk. You're the guy who has accidents. You're the guy who doesn't pay anything. She is, the, she is their life. She's the support. If they need anything emotionally, physically, uh, financially, she's there. And when the big bad boogeyman comes out from jail and starts yelling at the only thing that stands between them and being out on the street, they're going to defend her. Mm. It's scary being in a house with a guy that comes in and got an attitude and ugly and drunk. Been there, done that. It's not even like that, though. I don't come in drunk with an attitude. Me and her start arguing about whatever. It's like the nagging starts, and then it's like, well, you know what I mean? I'll throw some phones on, jam some YouTube, and be like, all right, get away from me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And she's still nagging to the point to where I do. You know, I'm like... Gotcha. Let me tell you something, Mrs. Miller. My man doesn't even see what a pit of darkness he is in your life. And he doesn't seem remorseful. He seems indignant about... Any kind of needs that you have, you, maybe you, not, you don't approach them appropriately, but he's indignant about them, not realizing how many darts he's thrown at you. You don't need to have one foot out of the door. You need to have both feet out the door, and you need to do it now. Don't expose your children to that anymore. He's not even trying anymore. And he needs to step on and step away and step into something else while you step into better. Do you understand what yes, I'm telling you? Mr. Miller, I wish you the best of luck. I hope things get better for you. I don't know what kind of dark you, you're swimming through. I really don't. But the first thing you have to be is man enough to see how much negative negativity you've brought to your wife. And then after that, I don't know what you can do, but at least try to do that. Because you can do that. You know what I mean? Don't... Yeah... You know what I'm saying? Right on. This, this matter is adjourned. Yeah, there's damage done, but I think it could be, I think it could be fixed, whether a therapist or a judge or anybody else says that it can't, you know what I mean? They're not us, they don't know, you know what I mean? So if he doesn't change like right away like and step up and show me within a month or something i'm out <laughs>